Hey everybody, welcome to Far Out Dudes. It's another week. And we have another Far Out conversation for you. I'm one of your co-hosts, Joseph. And another co-host, Paul. And in the background that you can't see is Jacob. He's Mr. Padusa. Yes. <laughs> it's me, Jacob. And special guest. Special guest. The Dak Man is he's a, back. He's a big Dak. Yeah, and actually he's got a small Dak. <laughs> it's medium. So uh so what we got for you today is alien abductions. We're each gonna give you uh a story about uh alien abductions throughout the world. And so who's gonna go first? I can read my story. Daniel like to listen. So Daniel's gonna go first. Or sorry, the Dak Man, the Dak man. is gonna go first. One of the first abduction stories in America. Ooh. Yeah. Barney and Betty Hill took a spontaneous trip to the White Mountains of New Hampshire in September 1961. That's their first problem. As he recounted in John F. G. Fuller's The Interrupted Journey from 1966, Barney needed a break from his night shift at the post office, while Betty was mentally exhausted from handling state child welfare cases. Mm. Oh. So she wasn't like some kind of deep space astronomer. Neither Who of knew where this was like one of the first. Is. This well, was one of the first stories that came mm. about abduction. So this this was brand new to everybody. It's okay. brand new to me right now. On the last night of their makeshift honeymoon, the two found themselves in Vermont Diner, ready to make the last dash home to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. By leaving at 10 p.m., they planned on arriving home by around 2 a.m. Oh, <laughs> 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Okay. On the road, Betty noticed a particularly bright star, perhaps a planet, in the sky when the celestial object began changing its course in an erratic manner. Betty was convinced it was a UFO. Her husband was not. Barney, she said, if you think that's a satellite or a star, you're being completely ridiculous. As the object drew closer, Barney pulled the car to a stop and, gun in hand, got out to investigate. As he approached the object, Barney saw what he would later describe as a pancake-like disc glowing with brilliant white light that was about the size of a jet. Fleeing back to his car, he and Betty tried to evade the vessel, but instead overcome with an intense drowsiness and immediately fell unconscious. The couple fold. The couple pulled into their driveway around dawn, unable to recall what had happened. Two hours of memory seemed to have been wiped from the both of their minds. While Betty was convinced they had encountered a UFO and later reported the sighting to the Air Force, her husband was skeptical. It was only when the couple met with a psychiatrist, Dr. Yes. Benjamin Simon, from a consultation in December 1963 63, that Barney changed his mind. Great pronunciation. Of Dr. Simon found both to be suffering from crippling anxiety. Betty, in particular, manifested her in the forms of repetitive nightmare dreams. Mm. Dr. Simon then put them under hypnosis, which reportedly yielded highly ominous memories. Barney Hill recalled creatures with slanted eyes taking the couple aboard their UFO to conduct experiments of their naked Conduct. bodies. 
Barney claimed that the beings took samples of their hair, skin, nail, and anuses, and then six-inch-long probe needle was inserted into Betty's stomach. Oh, oh thank goodness. I thought there was going to be something else. Stomach Betty okay. told <laughs> Dr. Simon that he had later asked a being that they knew to be the leader. The leader. Where they were. It's jokingly replied. If you don't know where you are, there wouldn't be any point in telling you Who's where I am. During another hypnosis session in 1964, Betty purportedly drew a star map of the sky from the memory, as soon from a planet orbiting the star Zeta, Ridiculi. 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 Most shocking above <laughs> all was that the map was drawn with confounding accuracy and that the Zeta Reticuli lies some 40 light years from Earth. Betty's nearly spot-on re- recreation of the star surrounding an actual star system remains one of the most intriguing aspects of all alien stories ever reported. Ultimately, exactly. Barney and Betty Hill's account <laughs> led the Air Force to launch Project Blue Book, a shadowy initiative that aimed to investigate domestic UFO sightings and also presented a template for all UFO abduction stories that followed in the decades to come. Uh, so that was a very, put on a the show. very first one, right? Of Well, it was... It was one of the first one ones. One of the first uh, recorded abductions that kind of hitched Kick, everything yeah, off. Kick-started okay. the whole... Especially like Project probing. Blue Book. Y'all know what pl- Project Blue Book is? No, enlighten Jacob, me. Jacob, tell us about Project Blue Book. Well, um, due to all the alien reports, UFO sightings that people were having, the government decided to open up an investigation, and that investigation was called Project Blue Book. And the, all the investigations are in that blue one blue book? Yes. So Barney and, and Betty were one of the first ones. I actually read into this a little bit, but I thought it was interesting that they really didn't, their whole, I guess what happens to a lot of people who get abducted is that a lot of time is missed from mm-hmm. when they first see the sighting to when they're all of a sudden driving again. Yeah. And so a it's lot a of usual the, thing. And a lot of people end up having to go through hypnosis to try to try and remember, remember most of these things. And so one of the things they said, the reason that they, they both encountered such a thing is that they were both under heavy stress and all their things was just a big illusion. And it never really happened is what some people say. What so they were, they were so stressed out from whatever they were experiencing through life that they both saw a bright light <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Do the same thing and got abducted and both lost the exact amount of, of time. Timing. Yes. But Betty is the one that like stuck to her guns and was like, no, this was a UFO yeah. abduction. Yeah. How could that happen I mean, to ba- you? Barney, and Barney be like, oh no. Yeah. Barney <laughs> still, no Barney still is in the, like from what I've read about Barney, he still is a little skeptical that this has happened to him. Like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we got into a ship. I went in under hypnosis. I saw it all happen. But one of the things that the article doesn't stay is that Betty actually started having like bad nightmares after the incident happened. And she was having. Yeah, I said that. And she was. Well, yeah. she. Okay. You did say that? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's, she. Had, that's a usual thing that she, people have. She, she was having a lot of nightmares and like reaccounting a lot of the stuff. Yeah, that, all the stuff that yeah. happened. Yeah, because it said that they even. She went under hypnosis and she. Pointed out the stars yeah. of a uh, well, certain. Well, what, what was uh, and one of the things that uh, they they out there, Jacob? Zeta reticuli. Zeta reticuli. And well, one of the other things that actually reticuli. happened is that 
Betty says when she was under hypnosis in some of the dreams is that she reaccounted the fact that she talked to one of the leaders and there was a book that she asked them to take and they said, yeah. And then as she was leaving the spaceship that some of the, uh, the guy came back, the one alien came back and said, Hey, uh, they told me you can't take that. So I need to take that back. (laughs) What? (laughs) She was trying to take a book. Yeah. That they had. That was like in their so uh, aliens have cryptic books? language or hieroglyphic oh, okay. language. She was trying to bring something back to Earth. Yeah, to as like proof. proof. Yeah. Ah. Hey, 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 wait a minute there, Betty. <laughs> you bring that back there. Like, oh, oh me, I, I ain't got nothing here. I ain't <laughs> got nothing. <laughs> They're like, oh, no, sir. Hey, hey, Betty, uh, sorry, I got to take. What's under that desk, good <laughs> Betty? You got something under there. They're no, like, it's just all my fat. I swear. I'm just a big this woman. This is the 60s, not like 30s. Yeah. This is, what what <laughs> actually happened is that what actually happened is the alien came back and said, Oh, yes, Miss Betty. Sorry, I can't let you have that anymore. They told me I'd get fired if you take it with well, you. Well, bless your heart, child. <laughs> Here, here's the book back. Well, that was really interesting. You want to go next, uh, Paul? Yeah, I'll go next. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back kind of bald ass. What's what's interesting is that this incident actually happened before um, Betty and Barney. Yeah, because Betty and Barney was in the U.S. One of the first in the U.S. Yes, one of the first in the U.S. That's the important uh, thing to point out. Distinction. Uh, Distinction. In the the two stories. Distinction. This one's actually in South America. So in 1954, these two young boys from Venezuela actually... uh, They're two cute boys. No, Jacob. I not for you. Are, I hope you're going to have to edit. You're going <laughs> to no, you're going to leave that in there now. <laughs> this is live. 1954. There are two Venezuela teenagers. Yeah. Jacob, do you have anything to say about that? Were they two cute teenagers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were claim- they 18? <laughs> What's funny is that they claim to have found like a UFO in the woods, mm-hmm. and they escape with their lives by fighting off the little small hairy men. Small hairy men. And this they was say. like small one of the hairy. first ones. So this was like this one of really the early first stories that came out about this. So those boys were like, what the heck is going on? Yeah. They didn't even know like about UFOs. Well, and this, this, this is the interesting part is that this is an, a journalist actually put out an article asking for anybody around to actually say, hey, do you have any UFO stories? Do you have any encounters of the third kind? What caught me <laughs> off is small hairy men. Yeah, that's what I thought was Usually that's how I'm described. <laughs> small hairy man uh so there was actually a reader who read this he was actually from brazil his, he was a farmer his name was what was his name daniel how do you say it in espanol antonio via boyas antonio via boyas and antonio so, for all uh, the journalist <laughs> was tony tony yeah, yeah. Hey, so tony. The, the journalist's name was martin and he actually paid uh antonio to actually come see him so he can tell the story mm-hmm. antonio was about 23 years old 23 years old when this uh, encounter happened, yeah. okay? Wait, wait, wait. The kids and then Antonio, I'm yeah, confused. Yeah, you okay. got me lost, bro. Yeah, there was confused. some kids so, and now it's Antonio. So in 1954, okay. there was two teenagers who claimed they found... Two cute boys <laughs> were in the woods together. Who, who claimed I don't know they what, found a UFO, a, a UFO okay. in the woods. Okay. And when they found this UFO, these little small hairy men came out uh-huh. and they fought them off and were uh and got away okay okay now the journalist who interviewed these two young teenagers put out 
put out the article, but also asked around, like asked in the oh, article she, if anybody who has oh, any okay, stories. Okay, okay, uh, okay. And this that's is where, when Tony came. That's when Antonio comes into the oh, picture. Oh, Antonio. So Antonio was about 23 years old when the incident happened, mm. okay? And the guy paid for Antonio to come to Venezuela so he could tell his story, so he can get checked up and everything about so this. this is infection. Tony's story. This is Tony's story. Oh, okay. It's, what I did was do a little introduction and, of how yeah, okay. Antonio came out. How in, it came to be. How Got the it. story came out to everybody, because mm-hmm. Antonio never told this story to anybody because he was afraid that he looked like a lunatic. So the journalist comes, Tony. he, he, he uh, listens to Antonio. Antonio tells a story of something that he never wanted to tell anybody because he thought he would look like a lunatic and people would call him crazy. He was actually a farmer at the time. Okay. okay, so what happened is Antonio says that he was farming at night. Mm-hmm. Why would you farm at night? Antonio says that he farmed at night because he didn't like the sun beaming down on him, and so he did a lot of some of his farming at night. And so With the at torch at night. And this is in Brazil. This was in Brazil. Brazil, Brazil. A lot of dangerous lot of light. animals at night. Okay, <laughs> but okay. And or maybe he was a Brazilian journalist. I don't. Well, anyways, it was in South America. Okay. So anyway, so uh, Tony, so he's on his tractor. He's on his tractor <laughs> doing farming stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. he's on his tractor doing farming stuff, and then all of a sudden he sees this bright light of an orb coming towards him. He thinks at first it's like the the like stars or something, and all of a sudden it just starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger, Is and it, it comes an over. Orange? It's not an orange. It's like oh. a bluish bluish light oh sorry 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 no i don't know why i'm saying blue light it's it was red oh but this one is a is a red star and the red star keeps coming towards him Mm -hmm. and then eventually he sees that it's an aircraft an egg-shaped craft he says okay okay and it lands it has like three little legs it lands on earth Mm -hmm. and these little guys come out about five foot tall he says and they're Mm -hmm. wearing gray overalls and helmets Okay. Great overalls and helmets. Great overalls, yeah. That was the fashion at the time for him. Maybe 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 they weren't wearing overalls like how we think, but that was his best description that was, of it. Yeah, yeah at was that like, time. Hey, the, yeah. yeah. Kind of like how would you describe a train or a plane to, to indigenous people? So myself. this egg-shaped thing lands. These little five-foot men come out. These little gray men come out wearing gray overalls and helmets on their head. Mm-hmm. which I thought was funny because he says that they were wearing helmets. Then at the same time, he alleges that they have uh, had eyes were blue and small and they were communicating like animal sounds. Mm. So I thought that was kind of weird. Like, okay, I thought that had, they had helmets on. Helmets with their eyes still yeah. visible. So they bring him in. They say, he says they, they took him. possible. They took him into this they, they took him into this room mm-hmm. and they had him there for like doing ex- experiments and then they put him into another room. And in that particular room, they uh, some like gas came into the room. And so he ended up feeling nauseated and sick and things like that. Mm. And so as he felt sick, then enters a humanoid woman. So the woman walks in. She's bare naked, booty naked. Mm. Okay. Uh-huh. She's bearing it all in front of him. Blonde hair, uh, and she has just like the way Tony likes them, and <laughs> and we was <laughs> just like Tony likes them. Blonde hair, and she has red red hair in her uh, in her nether regions. So at this point, they uh, she's he's sexually attracted to her, and so they start engaging in sexual ah, relations. Tony, yeah. Humanoid, so he's been gassed. Me, my little friend, he's been gassed, <laughs> and he's. Possible. Nauseous. To me, it makes me sound like he's feeling nauseous. He's feeling sick. 
he's hallucinating that this humanoid figure is really a blonde-headed woman yeah. so naked in front of he's, him. He's nauseous and all this, and he's hallucinating, and he's a pervert. So we don't, the first thing comes in his head. We don't, know, we don't know if he's no. hallucinating because he says he wasn't hallucinating. He said it was just gas, and he felt sick, nauseated, and ill. And then this woman, humanoid woman, walks in, looks like a human. She has breasts. She's naked, and she has uh, red pubic hair. I think what happened is that gas obviously made him hallucinate that it's a human woman and not he never, an alien woman. Yeah, throughout all the stories that I've read about him, never indicated that he was hallucinating. Well, okay. I'm, guess, I'm taking a guess, educated guess, that that's what the gas did to him. So then, hey, we're just going to gas you and make you feel uncomfortable. So they obviously engage in, in intercourse because he's attracted to her. Mm-hmm. At the very end, they, they do their deed, and then the woman kind of... Does a thing as though like okay, it's finally over, and walks out and leaves. But before she leaves, sounds like every woman. I've be, been she's with. walking out. <laughs> she's she's walking out, and before she leaves, she kind of does a motion like to her stomach to say this, and then points I'm up hungry. to the sky. Mm. Basically, <laughs> let. And Antonio uh, interprets that as being okay. She's gonna have. I, I'm gonna have your baby, and, and we're, I'm gonna shoot I'm a, it to the sky. I'm a, <laughs> I'm going to raise Your it in baby's space. going to space. Okay. So then Tony, <laughs> at that time, he was like feeling sick. He was still having like uh, motion sickness or whatever the hell he's happening do to him from think, the gas. Do you think, wait. But wait. what's funny is that most men would probably feel like, you know what? I just did it with an alien. It's kind of weird, right? He was like, <laughs> she treated me like a, like patted me like good boy, good stallion <laughs> and made me feel worthless. Wow. You know, like, he was just guys, kind of a. You guys feeling hurt. Treat, treated me as like an object. He never, he never saw anything else after that he was abducted he never had told that story before and she was one and done he actually (laughs) later on became a lawyer and had multiple children and later on he actually passed away uh in 1991 and on one christmas there was one extra child and so they actually they did a psychological test on him saw that there was nothing going on with with old tony Mm -hmm. right and what they found out is that one doctor that actually evaluated him actually said that some of his um, reactions to his skin and things were that like of that nature were more of radiation uh, exposure. Yeah, radiation burns. Yeah. So he had like sense. so they were saying he was having radiation sickness, r- nausea from that, bruising, burning sensations in his eyes and skin skin and stuff like that. Mm, wow. So what do y'all think? He may have been the first one to plant a seed in an alien. He's a Star Wars earthling. And now, instead of them being Recorded short and hairy, that's why they're tall and lanky and gray skin now. Well, here's here's even more interesting things that I later found out in Wikipedia is that mm. there was actually an True alien source. book that came out, mm-hmm. and they said that he probably read that and came up with the story. Okay? The <sighs> thing of it is, they said he was a farmer. Uh-huh. And at that time, they, if, they assumed that farmers, very prejudiced, saying that farmers could were illiterate. Mm. But then later found out that he became a lawyer and was like, well, he was, well, they had a tractor. He was on his tractor at that time. Mm-hmm. So he probably, they were probably middle-class farmers who maybe got an education and stuff. So they <laughs> ended up going, you know what? Maybe, maybe he didn't make this up. Maybe it was true and things like that. So what do y'all think? Do y'all, are y'all leaning on the side of, of being real? I think or? because of how early it is, maybe. I think um, he didn't want 
to admit that he was anally probed. He was like, oh, let me switch it up. <laughs> to a woman. I did them. <laughs> I, I had sex with them. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. She at his was stomach. so <laughs> uh, <laughs> Your baby yeah. going up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll be back in a few months, <laughs> buddy boy. What, what did you say that most of the ha- uh, alien abductions happen is that most people have like these uh, bad dreams. Well, the, these time spans that like the lapse of time. Yeah, right? like, they just uh, lose they time. Can't remember. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He unfortunately says that, you know, that was the interesting part that he never had any uh, hypnosis done to him to kind of figure out what happened. He remembers most of this in oh, detail. I'm sure he does. Hey, you I think, didn't. You think he Tony? was like, I did not get probed. There was a woman <laughs> and I did the woman. I liked how we we kind of alluded to like the first one in America. And then we have like this first abduction, like. In South America, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, this one it this sounds one was like before, right? You said this was before. Yes, this was before the wow. encounter that happened in America. Mm-hmm. I think this one, the aliens kind of drew things up. They're like, okay, well, we obviously need to get rid of their memory. I don't want them knowing what pubes, what color my pubes were. Get rid of their memory. Get some of their DNA. And then after this one, everyone started having bad dreams and like losing track of time. But also, wouldn't the wouldn't you think the aliens would see this and they're like, nobody's believing these idiots, so let's just do whatever we want. Yeah. But then you know what you know what's funny is that when he gives the encounter of five foot men, mm-hmm. most of the encounters that I've heard of people being abducted by like gray men and things like that, mm-hmm. they always describe him as being like five foot tall. Well, they're short green or gray men, yeah. But you never see like you would think that like like how short are they? Like, okay, they're not three foot. They're not six. Whenever they're in movies, I guess they're, they're like, like really tall, though, right? They're, you either get the tall whites or you get the short grays. I mean, even then, I don't think there were like alien books down in South America that early. Well, that, no, there was actually one uh, book that, uh, let me see, let me look it up again. It's, in, it's on Wikipedia. Researcher Peter Rogerson, however, doubted the veracity of... Of Bo's story, he notes that several months before Bo's first uh, related related his claim, a similar story was mm-hmm. was printed in the November oh. 1957 issue of the periodical Cruciero. Cruciero. Nice. Wasn't Cruciero. Italian little sneer in there at all? Uh, no, that's a uh, that's actually Hispanic. I would say or South American. Portuguese. And suggested that Barros borrow the details of this earlier account along with the elements of the. Con- uh, contactee stories so this is kind of where they alluded to the fact that oh well it had to be true because he was a farmer and probably was illiterate but then go on to say that he became a lawyer and was like well maybe he wasn't that illiterate but he lived in rural Mm -hmm. uh the rural area and probably didn't hear about that story so So, yeah that's why i'm like maybe he didn't like where the odds that that guy got it and was like so infatuated with it that he was like oh i'm gonna make up my own story about something really similar yeah, and at and but at that time, until those he, times too, like Hollywood was very like aliens were robots. So like that the, that happened. The, the, that was a Brazilian farmer in Brazil. It happened in the 1950s. So mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Fake or real? So Jacob, fake or real? Uh, I'm gonna go with real, but he's lying about something. Yeah, I'm going okay. uh, real, but I'm saying he got probed and he didn't impregnate yeah. anybody. Yeah, I That's think the part I'm of the story you're gonna take out. Yeah. I, I'm okay. saying real, but he switched up because he's such a, you know, bravado man. You know, he can't. He's a what? What do you say? What's the word in Spanish? Machismo. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jacob, tell us your story. In 1994. Oh gosh, let me get set up. For 60 this. school children at Ariel 
school in Rua, Zimbabwe. How many? 60. Wow. Okay. Said they'd seen a UFO and aliens with big eyes. Ooh. School children were inside the building when they looked outside and saw an alien craft go into the woods. Boom, boom. The craft landed. Was it a monkey that came One of the children it? saw it. Yes, it was. One of the ki- children saw it and ran outside. Ooh. Bad mistake. First mistake. There was a fence around the school. And on that fence, they saw a little gray man. He was making little noises and being friendly with the children. Oh, wow. And took them back to his ship. Oh, wait, all 60 uh, children? Yes. Where is this Where's teacher at? Where's the teacher at in this thing? Seriously. The, uh, the Zimbabwe. Go ahead. Is it? They were mostly white children. <laughs> they were mostly white children. Oh, oh it's okay then. Was okay. that was the alien's last name Epstein? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Here's what the children drew when they saw what they saw in the... Oh, wow. wow. Those are pretty big eyes. Wait, is that a fire or is that like a, the forest or the woods that you told about? Um, I'm not sure. Grass, the alien takes the children back to his craft. Wait, and how some does of the children? How does the alien fit in the craft? Because the way they drew it, he's way too 60, big. Sixty kids are supposed to fit in there. <laughs> yeah, get your feet yeah. on my face. <laughs> so what happened 59, was fifty-nine hey, kids only. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So when the alien went back to his ship, actually, what happened? He didn't take the kids with him. Oh, some of the kids ran after the alien, and when they ran after him. They saw his ship and the alien standing there. Ooh. The alien communicated with them telepathically, saying, I got jealous. The earth is hurting. You are hurting the earth. Be more kind to the earth. You know, when when you go to a big planet, you're just like, uh, You just land anywhere? Where where can I land? These children seem important. (laughs) (laughs) These 60 kids. These 60 random kids. kids. These 60 random kids. They're going to grow up. On this planet, I know these kids are in charge and will spread the word that I need to get. In Zimbabwe. (laughs) Anyways, if our listeners want to look more into the story, there's actually an interview with the children as adults recounting the story. Mm, Interesting. Mm. Let's see that. Go ahead, play it. (laughs) (laughs) We can't play it. And once the children went back to the school, they were interviewed by what they think is U.S. military. So the U.S. military responded cool. to the alien landing. Wait, so when did... And there is evidence of soldiers that went to the site after the, after the children saw it and saw that there was footprints from the landing pads. When As you can see, that's drawn. The one the footprint? footprint. <laughs> <laughs> the well, guy uh, skipping or what? What was... Uh, when did Project Blue... When did Project Blue Book? Blue Book? When did Project Blue Book? When did Project Blue Book? Daniel keeps messing me up. That's what you get for messing us all up the whole time. Uh, When did Project Blue Book stop? When did when did they uh, did stop? When when did they end it in that project? It started in 1952 and ended in December 1969. Oh, Oh, really? Under a different name. Hmm. Or so they say it ended. Or so officially for them, kind of like the, went to the pilot, kind of like on one of our previous podcasts where we talked about Cointel Pro, where they're like, "Oh, we ended it, but yet we can still see 
uh, certain aspects to mm-hmm. Coin to- mm-hmm. Tell Pro being uh, That's what I mean. utilized. They, just, they put it under a different name, is all. But yeah. uh, if the listeners want to look into it more, there's actually a whole documentary you can watch, and it gives like eyewitness accounts from mm-hmm. the kids, you can see that from the multiple children. Yeah, and nice, they, nice, they nice. also they all drew like pictures of what they saw. Crazy. In the also in the link below. So uh, does it not say in the link below. Not in the link below. <laughs> <laughs> so does it uh, say? You have to look uh, up does it say he how long it took? Does it say how long it took for like the military to get there? Was it like two days later? Oh uh, no, 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 it was it? immediately. Oh wow! That yeah. like that same day? Yeah. Wow. So you. I want to tell. But uh, there was one of them. One of the kids had like a longer talk with the aliens and stuff, and mm. I think they died or something. Mm. The kid died. I don't know if the kid died or the, uh, the military adult. came and look at Or out. maybe <laughs> when they were ad- interviewing everybody as an adult, that person didn't want to be interviewed or talked okay. okay. So thank you all. <laughs> like, share, uh, describe. Like, share, subscribe, and hit the bell. This Leave is the end.